It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 81st episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress, so you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. In today's episode, we are continuing on with the connection piece. It will end eventually, folks, I do promise. Uh, But this week, I wanted to talk a little bit more about your connection to food. I think it's appropriate given uh, for many reasons, but one of them being is I'm actually recording this particular episode on Easter Sunday, and uh, Easter Sunday is a special day. Day, uh, for lots of different reasons uh, in in my memory bank, uh, from family celebrations of the Easter weekend through uh, long long sittings through church on Easter Sunday when Mum would take us when we were little, um, many many memories and uh, and food was a big part of Easter and for me food in particular when it came to Easter eggs I still believe uh, Easter is the one day of the year where chocolate is perfectly okay to have for breakfast. Well. Let's face it, there's probably other days of the year that I think that's okay too, but particularly in, at Easter time, and it really reminds me of uh, of East tradition, traditions when I was little in the sense of uh, how my brother and I would approach our Easter eggs a little bit differently. Mine would be gone before breakfast. He would still have his weeks afterwards and be uh, very happy to tease me about the fact he still had Easter eggs. But anyway, I digress a little bit. Today, I wanted to talk a bit about being connected to your food in the sense of what are you eating and why are you eating it? Uh, there's so much confusion and I hear it so regularly and I probably don't talk about it as much as what I should these days because I, 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 it's easy to fall into the sense of uh, security thinking that people actually have an understanding of having a good relationship with what it is you're eating and why are you eating it. So I wanted to break that down a little bit today for you BQS listeners. Now, number one, there's a really big difference between how you should be eating if you need to heal and repair your body because of long-term illness or poor stress adaptation or whether you're eating for life and living. Two very different ways of approaching your food. Sometimes, unfortunately, if your body has been stuck in a stress state, which if you're not sure if it is, I'd highly recommend you go check out the eight ball quiz on the website, which is www.thequeenofstress.com. It's a, it's a, a quiz with ironically eight questions that will give you a really good indication of how well your body is or is not adapting to stress right now. Unfortunately, when we're getting stuck in a stress state for a long period of time, that's where chronic signs, symptoms and illnesses show up. And often when we've been through periods of time where we have been in that stress state, then we may need to go through a period of time where we need to be strict with our food choices, with how we're eating, making uh, specific choices to make sure that our bodies are healing and repairing and recovering in the best way possible. The the other end of the spectrum of that, I suppose, is when you are healed, repaired, you're functioning pretty well and you want to maintain that good function. You actually want to be eating for life and social connection and being aware of how to balance that out over time. One of the things that I find in all of the the seminars and workshops that I teach, whether that's for um, the Queen of Stress or the Momentum Architects, is that most adults in Western countries and where I live in Australia actually have a really good idea of what they should and shouldn't be eating. We we most people know they shouldn't be going into a, a cake shop and eating forty five cakes every morning. Most people understand that processed food probably isn't that great for them. They may not have the tools yet to figure out how to make better choices, but they have an understanding of that. You know, meat and vegetables is a good thing if you're a meat eater, or if you're a vegetarian, is only eating bread is probably not a great idea if you if you're vegetarian. I hope that's making sense. When it comes to 
the other aspect of when it comes to being connected with our food is our relationship with food and understanding that it's for what its purpose is. Obviously, yes, for the nutrients. Yes, it nourishes our body, but also it's such an important part of social connection, which sometimes I think people they miss out on that component. And so a quick question for you, BQS listeners. How many meals over the last three days have you actually shared with other people? I'll ask you that again. How many meals over the last three days might be a bit different because depending on what day you're listening to this, if you're listening to it on Easter Monday, you may have just spent three days with family. So you might be like, yes, I've eaten every single meal with, with um, somebody else. So perhaps take your mind back a little bit further and actually think about over a normal week, how many meals throughout a week do you actually sit down, feet under the table as my mum likes to call it, and uh, share a meal with other people? Now, my hope for you is it's at minimum at least one every day. If it's all three or four or snacks as well, then fabulous. But that social connection and engagement is such an important component to nourishing our souls as well as our bodies. And what you'll also find, and just from a, a, a side point, if you like, is that when we're actually eating meals with friends, we tend to slow down our eating because there's nothing worse than actually eating on the run. Well, there's many things that are worse, let's face it, but as far as food goes, is it I'd like you to think about as well, how often you're actually eating in the car or eating as you're walking or I'm just going to grab something and eat as as I'm working versus actually sitting down, focusing, being mindful and being mindful of what you're eating. Often talk about uh, in my stress less workshop where we talk about the fact that you know how you approach food differently if you're in a fine dining restaurant, that the meal is very expensive is after you've taken your Instagram shot is that uh, you actually really take time to look at how it's plated. You take the smallest of bites because it's probably quite a small portion that's been given to you and you savour every single moment of that meal versus if you're eating something in the car or you're drinking something that's meant to be food, uh, it's amazing how quickly you actually can can motor through that um, and you've missed the opportunity for A, that social connection, but also your body's ability to be nourished in, in a more meaningful way. Hope that's making sense today, BQS listeners. So my action step for you this week, BQS listeners, is to take a little bit of stock this week. Have a look at how many meals are you eating with other people. <clears throat> Excuse me, a bit croaky this morning. How many uh, How many meals are you eating with other people? What's your relationship like with food? We, we dove deeper into that in the four-week online program that we we're running for BQS. So if you want to check out that four-week program, you absolutely can uh, – get on to that uh, via our website, which again is www.thequeenofstress.com. But have a look at what your relationship's like with food. Is it healthy? Are you actually in a pain pleasure cycle in the sense of I'm going to eat that food and, and I'm going to punish myself later by either going in inverted commas, smashing myself at the gym or doing something else. We'll talk more about that sort of mindset another week. But really important first steps when we're looking to make better choices with our food is understanding what our relationship with food is in the first place. And BQS listeners, if you want any other pointers as far as that's concerned, make sure you join our BQS Movement group on Facebook. It's a closed group. All you need to do to join is pop BQS Movement in your search bar in Facebook, request to join, and uh, and we'll certainly let you in as soon as you pop in that you not have heard about it through the podcast. But Before I go today, BQS listeners, my top five music, uh, I've been listening to a playlist with Miss P, which is Why Don't We Playlist. Uh, I think I've actually got that wrong right now. I've been 
calling it the wrong question mark for quite a while, so I'm pretty sure it's why don't we. It's fun and uh, and she loves it, which is always nice, again, to share music with family and friends. Book this week, I've started reading a fictional book on my way over to um, – which brings me my de-stress in a moment. I'm actually reading a fictional book called The Wall by John Lanchester. It was recommended in the bookshop in the airport. I'm not sure I'm into it yet, but we'll come back to that one next week maybe. My de-stress this week is I have come away for a week's holiday to visit some dear friends over in WA. So uh, it's a great time to reconnect, which is fabulous. And quote of this week, BQS listeners, it's always the right time to do the right thing. And this is Martin Luther King Jr. quote. And I think it's really uh Uh, appropriate when it comes to our connection, whether that is connection to ourself, connection to our habits, connection to our family, connection to our food, connection to our health, all the pieces that we've been talking about over the last six weeks or so, uh, really important is that if you want to make changes, to make change now. You don't have to wait till Monday. You don't have to wait till the new year. You don't have to wait till you turn a different number. You can take action steps right now. And that's my final thought for today, BQS listeners, is as you're making change and as you're having, bringing self-awareness to these areas that you might need a little more connection in or you might be like high-fiving me virtually at the moment going, Dr. M, I'm so connected, is that um, as you're making change, the more simple steps you take, the more momentum you build up and in the long run, BQS listeners, the more likely it is that you're going to be the queen over your stress rather than it being the queen over you. So that's it for this week, BQS listeners. Bye for now. I'll catch you next week. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.